Hey everybody, my name is Al Nicoletti. I'm an attorney here in Florida and welcome to the Al Nicoletti Show where I bring on real estate super investors, rising rock stars, movers and shakers, and leaders of clubs in their community that educate, entertain, and inspire all things on Florida real estate and in other parts of the country. You know, one thing I started to do is actually go back and listen to some of the episodes and openings that we've had on the show. And it is incredible how the show has morphed. I mean, in the beginning, we were really focusing on the Florida market. We were focusing on a lot of people doing deals here. Then we started venturing into other parts of the country. Now we're focusing in things in Georgia, commercial deals in Iowa. I mean, things in California, people that are doing big, big, big things. These aren't just people that are doing one-off deals or two-off deals. These are people doing high-volume deals and big-time things that have been in the industry for a long time, like Jason Palliser, right? I mean, people that are crazy crushing it in their game and really elevating other people's game to the next level. And it's crazy when I hear what the show has morphed into with the caliber of guests. And these people are here to help you take your business to the next level. On my show today, I got Jason Palliser. This guy, I love him. He, we met at a hero event, a Tim Mize event. And I remember getting off stage and I walked out of the conference in the conference center. And I remember we were talking and we were getting into all the probate stuff. And that's when I really connected with Jason. And he was telling me how he has a two-day blueprint. He's got a, he's got a thing where people come and, and they learn about the stress things. And I thought, that's cool. You know, I know some people that have been doing live events more than ever, right? They're doing a two-day thing, a one-day thing, and bringing people in and showing the ropes on how you do things. But then, all of a sudden, I'm seeing some people I know that have gone to the two-day blueprint. I mean, multiple people that I know that have gone there and they come back and they're like uh, a huge value, over-delivered, uh, amazing stuff that comes out of it. And that's the kind of person that you would want to learn from when you get into crazy off-market distress deals. And we're going to cover so many things tonight. I couldn't even get into, but we're going to get into so many things with the two-day blueprint that he puts on and some of the tips and tricks that you can get into when finding off-market deals. And we're going to get into some tax delinquent stuff. So Jason and I were talking about this backstage a, a while ago, how he's got this cool tax delinquent program that he's been rolling out. And, you know, I think that those are some of the best distressed leads actually out there, whether it's probate, whether it's just a distressed lead, somebody hasn't paid taxes or it's about to hit the auction block, those could be big. And of course, I don't know if you all saw the episode with Mark Cole and Jason was a guest on the show talking about the uh, the white label marketplace when it comes to buyers and sellers and doing deals virtually. I mean, this stuff is so valuable when you can learn all this. So I want to jump into this. There's so many things we can ask Jason when it comes to off-market deals. So uh, everybody out there, I want you to engage. We love you out there. Engage with us. Ask questions. We want to hear. We want to, We want to hear from Jason on all this stuff. So without further ado, let's welcome him to the show. Jason Palliser. Jason, the man, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm rocking I'm, and rolling. I'm, uh, I'm coming to you from a hotel. Nice backdrop, right? Hotel. I'm supporting my wife. Uh, this weekend, she's got a leadership conference, so coming to you straight out of St. Louis. Nice, nice, right out of there. Lo love the background. We love the authentic backgrounds with the guests. There's nothing like that. <laughs> so, Jason, uh, as I was saying in the beginning, you know, you really get into the off-market stuff. Tell everybody 
how you even got started in that world, right? A lot of people, when they jump in real estate, they hear everybody talk about this and this and this. How did, how did you even get there and how did you start really honing in on this off-market distressed area? Um, so how I got into the real estate investing side was that um, I had a degree in finance and I went straight into banking and, and uh, I quickly figured out that if I get really good at investment funding, investors do multiple deals. So as a banker, um, I made it my mission to know every investment program in town. And then I graduated kind of like you said, started in Florida and uh, built out from there. Right. So then I, then I went national and some of the bigger places, some of the real estate TV shows, Robert Kiyosaki, they, they came calling and said, Hey, uh, we heard you're an expert on investment funding and, and the people that we train, we need to get more funding for them. And, uh, so <clears throat> started doing that. But I quickly realized every time I would, you know, I get a high five from all these investors, like, man, you got me funding that I didn't even know existed. And I would leave the closing table and I'd make my two or three grand as a banker for that loan. And they're walking out high five and me walking out with a hundred grand, you know, 150 grand. I'm like, wait a second. So then I said, I have the keys to the castle on funding. I'm going to start investing myself. So as I was doing that and speaking for all these large companies, uh, I quickly fell in love with the marketing process. I'm like, how do I fine tune and beat everybody to the good off market deals? And so I, I, I literally dove uh, head first into that and started fine tuning and started spending money and a lot of money on marketing budgets back when people weren't even talking about marketing budgets and started testing everything and quickly realized, wow, if, if I have, if I, if I fine tune and have unique approaches in each different lead source niche, and we're up to 34 of them now that if I can, if I can get really good at that, then I can outpace the marketplace and get homeowners raising their hand and coming to me first, which is all I want is I want that opportunity. And um, so uh, these places I spoke for were like, Hey, you're closing lots of deals. Can you build courses on that? And, and so it kind of exploded from there. Then hedge fund level clients started reaching out saying, hey, we need to do a thousand homes in uh, 36 months, 2000 homes in 48 months. And uh, we heard you're the guy that can put together the system to go after off market properties uh, more than just the same regular five, six channels that everybody just regurgitates. Right. And um, so once I started doing that um, to tie a bow on this, the game was literally on because these companies have budgets that any, any of you that are listening right now or hear this, that we could only dream of. And uh, so now when I test a, a technique in the, as an example, pre foreclosure sandbox, I can test it 72 ways and then see which 10 win and then deploy those 10 that won back out to a hundred marketplaces, finalize it and get it down to the top four, do it again. And then zero in on the one that gets, the best results. So I've done that over a 15, roughly 15 year period over and over and over. And now it's kind of closing, you know, closing more deals than the average human is just comment. It's like breathing air at this point. So I've used other companies, big marketing budgets to drill down how to do it without even needing a marketing budget. 
I assume when you had first started, you were really working with a certain type of leads or certain leads. And as you've been doing, getting more into, I mean, your years as an investor, that mind shift has happened where now you're focusing on a different kind of lead. Plus you're doing all the coaching and, yeah. and instructing. Uh, what were some of the first types of leads that were successful at the time for you? And then mm -hmm. what did you eventually then pivot to that's working right now? Yeah. So, um, and, uh, and I'll backtrack to what you just said. Yeah. Now that, now that we're up to 34, a lot of that was just born out of necessity. When a company says, Hey, we're doing 20, 20 houses a month. We're hiring you to do 50. I have no choice, but to, um, fine tune research fast and develop new channels and off market leads that other people don't even know to go after. Right. Um, but having said that getting started, um, getting started, it's just like the normal, um, driving for dollars. Uh, I always tell people the house looks like that. Somebody owns it. They're not doing anything with it by process of elimination. That's a good lead. So started with that. I was really heavy uh, when I first got a, when I first got started on the bandit signs because um, somebody that willfully calls you off of a sign that's out in the marketplace is ready to go right now. Um, so those are a couple of the channels on um, pre foreclosures went after and uh, in my hometown of St. Louis LRA it, it's 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 a, in other cities, it's called something different, but it's, it's the houses that are dilapidated that the cities take over. So as an example, in St. Louis, it's land reutilization authority, LRA. And um, so I went heavy after those um, because when they take them back, they're willing to let them go cheap. Right. So those are the channels that I first started with. And then where I lost my mind is where I, when I started to graduate to more is um, uh, I went to a tax auction. Mm. Uh, so delinquent property tax, I went to a tax auction. I saw all the big players in town with big bags of money, just bidding and buying up everything. If a new person walked into their little sandbox, they would all wink at each other and just outbid everyone else to, to push everybody out and make them all go away. So it was a, a, not a fruitful effort for a beginner investor when these other guys are buying 30 houses at auction. They can just dollar cost average and outbid everybody. If they overpay by 30 grand on a house, which no one in their right mind would do, but they bought 30 houses, all they did was raise the overall price a thousand. So I was like, how do I beat them? Um, Cause I don't have the capital they do. And, um, and we live in a state with a redemption period. So what I did was while they were all at auction, I literally, and here's, here's a tip for everybody. It's one of my favorite lead sources, delinquent property tax. But while they were at auction bidding on houses and they had to have the money once they win the bid, I had that same list. And since there's a redemption period where the homeowner can claw the house back, I just, while they're at auction, just called them all and said, hey, look, I know this is out of the blue, but somebody stole your house at auction. They're like, who the heck are you? What are you talking? Look, I talked to 10 people today. Eight of the 10 didn't realize it either. And I know what the rules are. I don't think this process is fair. If you'd like to help me rip it back and I put cash in your pocket instead of ending up with zero and the person at auction that stole it um, can screw off if you're interested. Uh, I'm happy to help you. Yeah, I'm interested. And so I I realized that if I had a different approach, and I'm just giving you one little tidbit, sure, sure. I didn't have to have the money. So Al, while they had to have the money, if the redemption period in your state is six months, so the homeowner has six months to redeem it back, or 90 days, or a year, some are two years, then I have plenty of time to strike a deal with the homeowner and be their advocate and pit you, the big bad investor wolf who did steal their house at auction. Cause I'll tell them, I go, did they call you? Did they send you a Starbucks card? And so I can strike deals with them. And, um, so, 
uh, in that niche, uh, I, I realized, wow, uh, I have the cat by the tail. And then I started, so now I have three separate ways before they go to auction. And um, so I, I fell in love with the tax stuff. Um, but that's how it kind of mushroom clouded. Yeah, I mean, uh, what a lot of people would probably refer to that if you're in the Florida markets, almost intercepting it before it hits the auction block, right? The the idea right. of, you know, everybody used to think of auctions as being an opportunity. And then what did we know in the last two years? Uh, the values went through the roof. So what did that mean? The auctions were at an all-time high. Well, if you didn't have either the capital or the want to spend that kind of money, a lot of investors mm -hmm. would intercept it even before. And like, like you're saying, what they would do is they would they would find the people and be like, Hey, this is what's going on. Hey, um, it's just you people on title. So, um, that, that's a great golden nugget for people out there. A lot of people love the tax auctions or the tax certificates and, uh, being able to get into that. And there's opportunities there, right, Jason? I mean, when you have a tax auction, usually there's no mortgage attached to that property, correct? Yeah. Typically when, um, and, uh, and, and we teach people like as an example, in, uh, in Florida and St. Pete and our Pinellas County, the last time my wife just pulled it up, there was 14,000 people that were behind on their property taxes, which is a tremendous amount. But we go after a sub niche. And um, so we teach people go after the ones that are two years behind because the banks, if it was Al and Jason Bank, and we know that that house is going to tax auction and every state puts laws in place to jump in front of our first mortgage, we're going to foreclose on those people if there's a mortgage on it, because we're not going to lose our lien position to a tax sale. So by process of elimination, um, we don't go after 14,000. We'll go after 2000 with 93% accuracy are the ones that, that don't have a mortgage on them. So it's easy to strike a deal with the homeowner. Uh, very interesting. I mean, like, like you were saying 14,000, uh, is that the most you've seen in quite a while? Because that sounds like a lot. Um, no, in almost any county across America, just depending on the population size, there's a there's a good amount. On average per state, there's twenty thousand uh, there's twenty thousand people who have missed a property tax payment. And here's what we know because we track it all. Because again, we attack thirty four ways, and most people can't name five or ten. Right. And we track it all. So we track which ones give us the we track three metrics. Which ones give us the biggest payoff or equity spread? Uh, which ones give us the highest level of motivation from the homeowner and which lead source gives us fastest conversation to contract. So in almost any city or sample size across America where we track it, um, it's usually um, usually tax delinquents, uh, tax delinquent properties are, are any, any given city top one, two or three lead source out of 34 because we track it all. It's a really interesting uh, analysis too. I feel like I could probably see you explaining that at the two day blueprint as well. Like what's going to give you the biggest payoff, what's got the most motivation and what's yeah. going to generate the fastest conversation. I could probably see you have like yeah. a, 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 a chart or a, 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 a line. Group. Yeah. I mean, basically explaining out, you know, Hey, maybe this has more motivation, but it's going to be a harder conversation and stuff like that. Right. Correct. Is that, Oh, okay. Tell us about that. that. Is exactly. So, okay. So, so yeah. So, um, so we track those metrics 34 ways. So investors come to us all the time. They're like, could you really like, could you really show us how to do this at a hedge fund level? And we say, yeah, we, we would do it for a long time. And, uh, what we tell them, I'm like, um, doing something at a hedge fund level is just a phrase, right? Let's make it real. Um, so I have a grid and if anybody wants it, you can hit me up and I'll get it to you. But 
Um, we have a grid, a trackable grid. I have 34 techniques and we break down which ones are our top 10. Anything that's a top 10, you should be as a responsible CEO of your own investment business, you should be doing next week, right? So when we, when we do an off-market blueprint and we literally hand you the keys of the castle to attack and just bypass everybody in your market at a high level, um, we do it with clarity and certainty. So we say, hey, this one's top two, top three, top four, top 10. And again, those three metrics, it falls into one of those three metrics, if not all three. Biggest equity spread, fastest conversation to contract, highest motivation. Because think about this. Any day you wake up as an investor, what you do or what you don't do impacts your bottom line. Shouldn't you wake up with a cheat sheet knowing that if I do these things, I'm going to get the biggest payoff. I'm going to have the shortest amount of time in conversation to a contract. That's that's just doing things at a higher level um, with predictability. And uh, so when these larger companies hire us, they 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 don't hire us to have feelings. They hire us to beat everybody. And um, at this point, I mean, we've got it down to a science on like 18 to the 34 ways that we attack a city are free. They don't cost anything. Any one of those 34 produce contracts. So that means 18, like 18 tentacles in a marketplace can be producing you as an investor contracts and it doesn't impact your bank account um, because the technique is free. Fascinating. So, you know, it, uh, a lot of people probably were like thinking, whoa, 34 different lead sources, right? Or for, as, as of now, there could be more. Uh, you never know little things that pop up here and there. You learn from different people. But in, in, in the world of Jason, you've seen so many. So like what are some other interesting uh, lead sources that you've seen right now in this kind of market, right? In this kind of market or where we're heading that fit that box of the three prongs? Um. Or without a doubt, pre-foreclosure, probate, tax delinquents. Um, Google, we teach how to, where, you know, people pay for Google ads, five, 10 grand a month. And they do that because those are really good leads. Um, but they fall into that category. But we also teach how to do it for free. Like, so uh, when people type, sell my house fast Phoenix, sell my house fast Pittsburgh or Dallas or whatever, Google puts someone in front of them. Those people are ready to go. So we teach people how we do that for free. Um, I, I, I always find it interesting. And when I say this, and if you're listening to it now, you hear it later. Um, again, tracking everything, junk removal companies. When do you want to talk to a homeowner? I guarantee you. This is me guaranteeing everybody. I guarantee you probably want to talk to a homeowner at the same time they're getting a bid to remove junk. How do you do that? We teach people how we have a two-minute conversation with junk removal companies, clearly exp explain to them how we're going to do a co-op with them. Hey, we want to create a co-op program with you. And um, you don't win every bid, but we guarantee when we buy, buy the house that you get the bid to remove the junk no matter what we do with it. And then we also entice them other ways to create a win-win relationship with us. But those lead sources, um, like th those homeowners are ready to go. And they're referred by a junk removal company that they already asked for a bid. Like it's it's a home run and it costs zero point zero dollars when you do it right. Yeah, I mean, I, I we've we've heard that on the show before. We had Mike Gecka talking about it with J Dog about the importance of having 
junk removal companies and making that connection, especially with investors that find deals that need to get all that stuff out or help others get all that stuff out. And I know you, that was something that was really important. And how how do you find a way or what advice do you have to investors or real estate? It could be agents. It could be anybody that's really doing this out there. How What is the best way you can connect with uh, junk removal companies that make it efficient for you? Um, yeah, so so we basically, um, and again, we have this down to science, but we basically just say, hey, look, you don't win every bid. You spend time and energy, but you don't win every bid. We guarantee you win the bid um, if we end up buying the house. It, all I want you to do every single time is say, hey, I have a friend, Jason, at Allied Property Group uh, that would love to give you an offer on the house, and you don't even need to lift a finger um, beyond any junk removal, and uh, and they're here to help. Then we also... Uh, and again, we teach this at the blueprint, but we, we, we help them with their marketing, like the techniques on how we show up on Google for free. Um, we showed, uh, we, we help them position themselves as the best junk removal company in town and, uh, which gets them a lot more business. And they, they literally hand every lead to us. Uh, we tell them that when we win the bid, uh, when we win the bid to buy the house or, or help out the homeowner that. Uh, we'll also give them two grand every time. So we give them two ways to make money with us every time every time we uh, buy a house based upon their referral. And again, you're getting a referral at the exact time a homeowner. Homeowners don't remove junk and say, okay, that's off my little to-do list. When they're calling to remove junk, it is sell time. So remember what I said, fastest conversation to contract, mm -hmm. right? Right. Um, that, is, that is just one of those instances right here in this particular sandbox and um, so what we do is we Google and find top 10 junk removal companies for that city. And we, we teach them how we want to set up a co-op with them and how we'll, we'll, we'll impact their bottom line in a positive way. Interesting. Uh, have you ever been in those situations? And this keeps happening to some investors where they'll pull lead lists or they'll get different types of leads, code violation. And uh, we've had people talk about incomplete data or uh, situations where you do you do your skip tracing and you're not able to get a hold of people and then they get frustrated with that uh, that lead list. Do you have different methods and ways that you can give tips out there on how you can overcome those deficiencies in lead lists so that you can pick up deals other people have had a hard time picking up? Um, yeah, so everybody does the traditional stuff and and again, I sincerely like I hope I hope everybody that hears this is like ready to receive it. And like, here's what real estate investing is. Boil, boil, it, boil it down to this. Real estate investing is talking to a homeowner when another investor can't and creating a win-win relationship with them. That's how deals close. And so where everybody, as you said, you know, grabs a list and then they skip trace and then they text and call and text and call and text and call and text and call and voicemail drop and lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. And, um, and they do all that and they're like, well, you know, I'm getting one out of every 400 and blah, blah, blah. I get a lot of screw you. I'm not. And, or, or just silence that it doesn't work. Um, one thing that we do that we've tested out, uh, that wins, we've tested 200 variations is that we, you can literally go to office max and get a ink stamp made the size of a post-it note. Okay. So you walk in office max. Can I get an ink stamp made this big? Sure then you can turn post-it notes into weapons. So what we do is we take that same list 
that everybody's text and call, text and call, text and call, text and call. And they get a 0.08% response rate, right? We will pay somebody to take that same list and tag the doors with a note that says, hey, call me about your neighbor. Jason, 314, blah, 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 blah. And uh, that note on the door, th think about this, folks, where you're getting a point blah, blah, blah response rate. I know that when we do that on one of our off-market motivated lists, like a, a code violation, cease and desist, order to vacate list, uh, pre-foreclosure, uh, I could go on and on. Again, we have it all trackable. But but a level of motivation, we tag their doors. We get an 18 we get an 18 to 22 percent response rate. So think about that. I pay one person to tag it order. Oh wait. Hopefully, hopefully the uh, the hotel's pulling in right now with the internet. I if he if he cuts out at, at any point, I'll make sure I go over that because that'll that's a, that was a huge golden nugget right there talking about post-it notes and it's crazy mike i've heard people talk about that before and you know whether you're getting a deal and maybe you can use a post-it note it's crazy uh that you can use these little strategies that you wouldn't think about so uh hopefully jason comes back on actually while he's off i just want to say wow we got people watching everybody's tuning in viewer count super high uh kevin i see you out there uh he's all the way out in uh Polk County area and Lakeland and Frank, Frank Spaulding. I see you, man. You're out there. And, uh, oh, great. We got Jason back. Jason, we're going through everybody that's watching right now. You got high viewer count. Okay. Uh, super high. Everybody's watching Jason Palliser. Trevor, uh, Trevor said, doing the blueprint in October. Looking forward to it. Boom. There you go. He's, he's going to be there. There you go. I can't wait, Trevor. Uh, um, so, yeah. So what I was saying, so sorry about that. Yeah. Again, hotel, I think it was the connection. I'm not sure. But, when they get a note on their door that says, call me about your neighbor, Al, it's quite simple, that we tested 200 variations, it, they lose their mind and they call you. So we won the game. We want, like, everybody's trying to talk to somebody. They're on the phone with us. And we just say, hey, um, I talked to a neighbor a couple streets over about a house. And they said that your street might be a good street to talk to homeowners about buying their house just the way it sits. So thank you for calling me. I am very interested whether you want to sell now or 10 years from now. So... I'm on the phone with 18 to 22% of those off-market motivated leads that I received. I'm winning. Where everybody else is getting a point whatever response rate, they're on the phone with me and we've got the scripts and the verbiage on how to flip them in less than 10 seconds on why we're talking to them. And I don't want anybody that's listening. Uh, uh, I see Bill commented. Bill, you know. <laughs> um, Jason is a beast. Look at that. Bill posting right yeah, there. Yeah, so um, – we're on the phone with them. You're not. We flipped them in 10 seconds. So, hey, I talked to a neighbor a couple streets over about a house. They said that your street might be a good street to talk to people about buying their house just the way it sits. I'm on the phone with them when you've been trying for months and months and spending lots of money on voicemail drops and text messages. And I spent less than two cents and they're on the phone with me. Talking to a homeowner, finding a way to bridge the gap, gets his contracts. So why... Why spend a lot of time, energy, and money just trying to sit on a perch at home when you can hire somebody to just tag a door for you and talk to 18 to 22% of them, which is what you were dying to do to begin with? Uh, we, had a, we had a gentleman that showed up at the Blueprint. He said, hey, I'm scheduling a two-day Blueprint to attack 34 ways. Give me one thing to do before I get to the Blueprint in 60 days. So I told him, I want you to tag 50 doors with this note. 
He showed up at class. His name's Chris Collins. I'll give him a little shout out. He's out of North Carolina. Look him up, folks. He came to class, and when I got to this technique, I'm like, hey, folks, let's just win the game. Here's how we do it. He stopped class. He goes, I tagged 50 doors, and I, I think he said he got something like 12 or 13 phone calls. Wow. And he, he locked up deals with two homers. One had one house to sell. The other one had 11. So he showed up to class with uh, 12 houses under contract, and it cost them – uh, each one costs you less than two cents. He's like the biggest bang for my marketing buck that I've ever. And he stopped class. He's like nothing short of amazing. I could also see you probably doing that exercise with everybody before they show up to the blueprint. Right. I could see you probably doing that as like a, it's an icebreaker, a conversation starter. And actually I could see everybody in the class going, I got this contract. I got a contract. That's a crazy yeah. percentage though. That's more yeah. than one out of five at that point that that you're you're getting Correct. somebody and that those are big numbers. Um, big numbers. Yeah, I mean, you have people in here that are talking about that kind of stuff. I mean, Tyler, he said tag fifty doors. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, those are great little strategies that uh, Jason's talking about. Uh, people are saying, "Wow, post it notes." And, um, and, and, and just going back, there was a couple people talking about the, uh, junk removal company as well. Uh, Rachel, I see you out there. I love that you're watching. Thanks so much. Uh, she was saying we just used J dog, uh, $650 paid at closing. So that's helpful when you have a company, right. That, that can wait until closing to get paid. Super helpful when that yep. happens. Uh, she was saying yep. the seller was in a wheelchair, left furniture, moved to New York. The homeowner needed immediate removal so we could get on the market J-Dog did what we needed so we could get staging and pictures and get the house on the market in the best possible light, right? And that's what yep. you're talking about and why you really need a, a co-op and partner with these people to help put it in the best position, right? Yeah, um, and, and can I say, Al, yeah. just you're, everybody listening, like your verbiage has to be sharp. Um, you just let the words co-op roll off your tongue. I said co-op. Um, most people that talk to junk removal companies like, yeah, if you got a deal, I'll pay you. And this and that, and like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the verbiage has to be perfect. Your, your approach and how you create the relationship. If it's perfect, it's solid. That, that lead source could, could net you 14, 15 closings a year. And literally it, you just set up the relationship the right way. Right. Right. But the, the way you approach them, the verbiage has to be on point sharp and it isn't arbitrary. It's not an accident. It's very on purpose. Yeah, strategic words you're using. And people people that are in, either in the industry or that understand what you're talking about, they know that verbiage. So that's why you're even saying that. you got to be on your game on point at all times. And that's huge right there. Um, and then we got a couple people in here. So Tyler's watching Bill's. Bill says, Jason is such a beast. Yes, he is a beast. Uh, Dan, Dan, uh, my guy, Dan McDuffie. I love it. Dan's watching, um, Mr. Probate over there in, uh, Pinellas and all those, all those markets over there. I love it. Uh, love every it. investor should attend the two day blueprint. It is life changing. Cheers. Love it. Love that you're watching the show, Dan. Thanks so much. Um, and then Tyler talking about, I'm about to start a junk <clears throat> removal company. I need capital before blueprint. So let's go. Yeah. I mean, you got tons of opportunities over there. So Jason, you know, we talk about leads and getting leads and, and all this, all this stuff out there, but you know what it really comes down to? It's not, we could always talk about capital, 
But it comes down to your marketing, it comes down to your branding. How do you, like you just said, how, how you're uh, speaking and how you're articulating the kind of relationships you're building, but also really making sure that your marketing piece is solid. And uh, one thing that I know you talk about is the fact that you close deals just by the way we look. Branding and websites take over the market and how you're actually able to convey that stuff. Tell everybody what that means in the Jason Palliser world. Like what is yeah. so critical about the marketing that changes the game? Yeah, so it's 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 the thing that most people don't think about and, and again, tracking it at the level that we do out of necessity. Um, quite frankly, when you have the data in front of you, it, it um, sometimes can take you back because you're like, wow, it is so simple, but nobody does it. Is that what, what a lot of investors don't pay attention to is that, hey, you can send a text message. You can do a voicemail drop. But I'm not picking on that stuff. There's a time and place for those things. But what else is out there in the marketplace for, for people to make the decision to talk to you and do business with you, right? So what I, what I really want to impress everybody uh, impress on everybody is that you have to mentally know and understand that like people look you up online. Okay. People look you up online and if they don't find you, they find somebody else. Right. Mm. So when we do a blueprint build out, so in conjunction with these different, um, these different lead, what I call lead sources or sandboxes to play in when, when appropriate and when necessary, We've already got all, all the online presence for that particular technique. So when people research you, because here's what you don't know, because um, most people don't track this. Like we specifically say, hey, um, we, we'd love to be a solution for you. Hey, w- we want to know that you also looked us up online and see what everyone says about us. Um, did, did you digest our information? Do you have questions for us? And we do that strategically because they're like, yeah, we looked you up. Yeah, we got your stuff. And we started looking you up and. And um, that's the whole reason we called you. So we get time and time. That's the whole reason we called you. That's the whole reason we called you. That's the whole reason we called you. And um, so if you don't have that online presence to back up um, what what you're conveying with marketing efforts into the marketplace with the branding on the back end, then... Uh, they're going to be cautious. They're going to keep you at arm's length. You're going to have to work 10 times harder to get that contract uh, versus them saying, yeah, we looked you up online. We read up on your stuff. So we kind of know what you do. Um, So here's our situation. They're ready to talk to us, right? That is, that is not an accident. That is very deliberate, right? And so we have all that stuff done. We have every conceivable online presence to match that lead source sandbox. So that people logically make the decision to contact you. Um, people, people usually don't go that far and, um, it makes our life easy. Like we close deals 75% easier because in conjunction with our marketing efforts that hit them in the face, um, they can easily a direct pipeline online to search whenever they want 24 hours a day on their, on their little phones here. And truly, honestly, in the moment, make the decision to contact us. Like I, I, I can't impress upon people enough, um, that you need to back it up. You could talk the talk, but you need to back it up from an online presence standpoint. And um, so when we do a two-day blueprint build-out, we have all of that done. Like we suffocate cities overnight. The competition feels us overnight. And I know you'll cut this out, but there ain't shit they can do about it. Oh, no, it's live. You're good. <laughs> okay. You're good. Uh, 
can't but, candid um, conversation like, with Jason. No, I get it. I get it. I mean, you, what you're showing uh, with with the people at the Blueprint is the real stuff about how this works, how you can leverage that kind of stuff. Um, and like you're talking about branding and marketing, what are some tips? Uh, and 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 people can definitely join the the Blueprint and attend. And like I was talking to Jason backstage about this, just because you attend once doesn't mean maybe you get everything in that one meeting. You may you may want to attend again because you may pick up something the second time or third time or maybe your team uh it maybe you're not going but maybe your acquisitions team or somebody's actually getting some knowledge about that. We'll talk about that. I don't want to forget about it, Jason. But what are some things today as a preview that people can do to really leverage the marketing, the websites, the Google, maybe Google page or Instagram or logos and designs. What are people doing today that can really help them tomorrow? Um, yeah. So you need, you need to take what you're doing in the marketplace and, and um, build an online presence and websites around it. Right. And if you don't, it's a mistake because people will research you. Right. We, we, we kind of just said that. And so I, I, it's, it's kind of my line in the sand. So what can you do today? Um, uh, one easy thing that you can do is go online and, and look up your competitors online and see what they're doing and, uh, and know that you need to be at least where they're at or better. So uh, we have very deliberate things that we do um, on researching the competitors. So one thing you can do is research your competitors' websites and see what they're doing. Anybody want a tip on how to get the best buyers in town? Just type in wholesale real estate properties Phoenix. See all your competitors pop up. They they want to look good, so they put the they put sold on their website, like property at one two three Candy Lane sold. Well, you know they sold to the highest bidder. We just say thank you for the address. Skip Trace, look them up and ask them if they want another house. And now we get the best cash buyers list in town. I can do it in any city in a matter of four days. But research your competitors. Um, that is one that is one big thing that you can do. Um, to see what you're up against in the marketplace. Um, but, but you have to have from an online presence standpoint, um, blanket coverage. And one thing that you can do is, uh, it's called name checker just to, just to help everybody out. So if you're getting ready to build your allied property group, you want to know is allied property group available.com is allied property group available on Facebook as a, as a Facebook page, you can go to name checker mm. and NAME, N-A-M-E-C-H-E-C-K-R, like no E-R, name checker. And what it does is you type in what you want your brand to be, and it tells you if it's available on all platforms, Instagram, this, that, and the other thing. Um, so it's a fast way to know that, wow, I, I, I found the perfect one, that I can grab every online space and, and make it my own consistent brand, just as a tip. That's really cool. That's actually very helpful for people that are trying to see, you know, what would work out there, right? Or uh, what's available or what, what they can do now to leverage their marketing and branding. Um, you know, another thing that you mentioned to me was the budget, right? When it comes to marketing, I mean, you could do all these things. Also, marketing doesn't just have to be all the branding and, and getting yourself out there. It may be the way that you're doing your your mailers or maybe the way that you're, you're wording your post-it notes. I mean, that comes down to how you're able to convey a message to a seller or how you're able to get the message out there. So they even call you in the first place. They even look you up. You're, you're in a pile of 40 different people that have hit that one house. You know, that's a great question for you, which is how do you differentiate yourself when you're in a hot market and everybody else is trying to hit the same thing? 
Um, just with superior approach, superior technique, test it out over time. So if you're doing the same thing, you're going to get the same results. You're going to get frustrated. I, I, I don't have people that come to the blueprint, big companies and individual investors who are just getting started and say, hey, I'm beating everybody else. So they're like, show me how to do it different. Every single month we do a blueprint. We have um, people who are just starting out. I would say 60 to 70% are just getting started. And then you have the 20 or 30% there that are already doing 10 to 15 deals a month. And it's funny because everybody's like, why are you here? Right? Everybody's there for the same reason. Show me how to do this without a budget. So you said differentiate yourself. Um, like, like one example was, um, hey, call me about your neighbor. That differentiates us, right? Mm. Um, we come from a – so we spent years developing advocacy programs. So we took um, the states, their rules, regulations, their laws around foreclosures, pre-foreclosures, this and that, and we turned it into a full-blown advocacy program. We don't even talk about – so you said differentiate. People call us because we don't even talk about buying their house. Like the way the way that the way that we engage the marketplace is so far beyond what most investors. Hey, before you lose your house to tax sale, let me put some cash in your pocket. They have a hundred of those. It's almost like the investors are doing the work for us because we hit them with a full blown tax advocacy program that's built around uh, tax vouchers, tax loans, and standing cash offer before before the tax sale. A full-blown advocacy program all the way down to tax assistance code, TAC424, blah, blah, blah. They call us and say, hey, I'm calling about your advocacy program, and um, I know that you can help me three different ways. And we don't even talk about buying their house. So they 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 come to us. Uh, they come to us like a tidal wave. And here's, and here's one thing that I really want everybody to understand. Not only do they come to us, there's two things. One, we don't have to be consistent. You hear gurus all the time. Be consistent. Be consistent with your marketing. Commit to a budget. Well, when we approach them the right way the first time, they're ready to talk to us the first time. I don't need to follow up with them again and again and again and again and again because I've already engaged them the right way. So the one thing is, is that we don't need to spend a bunch of money on big budgets because we engage them the right way right out of the gate. And two, they're ready to spill their guts. When they... When they, when you approach them the right way, they're ready to say, here's my real problems, solve it for me. Not, yeah, make your low offer like everybody else. We don't even live in that world. Um, so uh, those are things that we do to separate ourselves from the marketplace. And again, using other people's big budgets to test out hundreds of variations to see what wins. Um, now we have that part down to a science. Um, I, I was joking. So I could do a five day blueprint and show you three days of stuff that I thought would work that failed miserably. Some of the things that are, that I thought would never work, destroy the marketplace. I could see you doing something like that, like an exclusive three day, right? On the third day. If you hey, want to yeah, you guys, you guys want to see where I wasted 60 grand of someone else's big marketing budget. And it was a total utter failure. The worst failure I ever had. I, I could have three days of all that stuff. You testing things out and, um, but the two days is just comprised of this is what wins. Yeah, and we'll definitely talk about what you get into with the two day and, and how people can be a part of it and, and definitely a lot of the things that you get into. Um, and, and not just marketing, not just leads and all of that stuff and, and really getting in the investor world, but every day that you do this, you need to perform at a high level and be productive, 
right? And I think that that's something that's big for you on productivity uh, when it comes to an investor spending the time in their business and how much time and time blocking or really uh, honing in on different parts of their practice. So, I mean, drop a tip or drop, drop a bomb when it comes to this stuff, but you know, how much should an investor spend in their business to be productive? And what are some things that they can do on a daily basis to really level up their game when it comes to productivity? Um, yeah. So, um, so at the blueprint, one of the sections that we go through, um, and, uh, it was born after, after I would say about eight to 12 months of doing this for individuals. Cause we've been doing, um, uh, the blueprint, the two day blueprint for individuals for the last six years plus about a little under a year in, we added a new component, which was called the the perfect investor day. Cause when we got done, people are like, wow, I didn't even know we could grab deals as many ways. Wow. I didn't know that we could do all these things for free. This one only takes me 10 seconds. This is unbelievable, blah, blah. But what do I do first? How do I know I'm being efficient? So we sat down and we, we backfilled it and, and created a section inside our operations map um, called the perfect investor day. So we say, Hey, we do this first every day um, because we know it's the first thing that needs to be done. We've tracked it every which way um, to Sunday and you do this first, do it 17 times. It'll take you four minutes. Secondly, do this 25 times. It'll take you eight minutes. Do this. We do this first every day. And um, so we have that down to a science. If you do everything that we need you to do to be highly productive, you can get it done in about two to two and a half hours. Let the rest of the world think that this takes all day to do it right, but you simply need to do the right things in the right order. One example, when we go over 34 ways, the very first thing that we go over is like, why are you, why are you missing a deal in the online universe? I always ask everybody. And it's funny because everybody getting started, they're like, I don't know, tell me, Jay. But, but the larger companies that are there um, for the same reason, I tell them, I'm like, hey, you're doing 10 to 15 deals a month. Everyone else here is looking to you. Why don't you have this in place? And what what I mean by why don't you have this in place is the very first thing we do, Al, is we go through 16 to 18 different real estate websites in the online universe that all of us right now, while you're watching live, could separately open a browser and start going to them and see if, seeing if there's properties in your area. So the first thing that we do is say, Here's how we set up protocol in place because you simply don't have protocol in place. As an example, to grab any online, never miss an online real estate deal. Meaning, uh, Al, any zip code that you could name right now on Craigslist, there are two deals on, on Craigslist in the zip code that you could name to me right now. Um, in a calendar year, you just don't know when they're coming. You don't know if they're coming on July 10th or November 15th. So you never go there consistently. So we put things in place in protocol to basically while your coffee's being brewed in the morning, imagine a world that once we're done with the blueprint, our first order of business is that we never miss an online real estate deal, whether it's on Craigslist, Zillow, Redfin, uh, Matovo, Gibo. People have never even heard of Gibo. A stately. I always ask everybody, uh, have you heard of a stately.com? Half the people do, half the people don't. And then I go, have you ever been there? And everyone goes, no. I'm like, well, we made 18 grand last month off of a stately. Might you start going there? Oh, by the way, it was in a zip code, a property in the zip code that we wanted at a price we wanted. We didn't even haggle on price. We said, I'll take it. And everybody in the room's like, oh, on Zillow, Redfin, a stately, uh, Motovo, Gibo. There are two deals per year in the zip code you want, folks, at the price point you want. Perfect deals, no haggling on price. Just write the contract. 
every single year, twice a year. You don't know when they're coming and you don't have anything in place to make sure that if you don't do anything that day that you know that you never miss an online deal. That blows my mind. So from a productivity standpoint, we can show people how we can have that done in less than five minutes a day and wake up knowing I'm never in a 365 days going to miss a perfect deal. That one technique that we put in place, Al, no matter how many deals that the audience here is watching was going to do, no matter how many deals they were going to do, that's an extra 15 to 20 deals a year. So right out of the gate, if you were going to do seven deals this year because you're just getting started or your goal is to do 10, add 21, there's 30. And it costs $0.0 to do. We just need to put it in place so you do it the right way. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, I tell you, you know, Jason, that's a lot of that's a lot of different ways that you can really get into these kinds of things, right? You're you're dropping uh, different systems, different ways that people can find leads, right? And I think you mentioned that in the blueprint that you do, and you talk about free lead sources, you get into all that. You talk about you know buying lists versus you know maybe probably doing things in uh, public records, you know. What is something about buying lists? I mean, a lot of people ask about that. Like, where do you buy the probate list? Where do you buy this list? Do you you dive into that kind of stuff, right? Because that that comes yeah. up in conversations all the time. Yeah, so we track all of that, right? So what we do, so one of the things that we do on day one of the blueprint towards the end of the day is like, hey, folks, here's all the different places that you can get a list, right? And we start list source, property stream, this, Adam data, all this stuff. And what we do is we break down, hey, for this niche, we go to this website out of 15 you can choose from because um, they get it, they, we track it. They, these give us the best results. Hey, on this particular website, you could go for 30 different pieces of data. We go for these five because these five are the ones that actually matter to us. And we break that down. So there's no guesswork at that point. So where 99% of all investors are going to this XYZ website to get this data. We'll show them, hey, go to this website because um, it's a, it's the same data and it's 80% cheaper. Or go to this website because uh, we get 30% more of the data ready to go than on these other websites. So we break all that down so our clients truly see that there's no wasted motion. So um, we go over that in great detail. That's really cool. Yeah. Again, like I've seen people talk about, you know, what you really, you get into, you get into some really interesting things. You've had people show up, uh, coming out of it, actually learning different techniques that they didn't know before. And also explain how you don't, you, the investor made that maybe runs the company. You don't have to be the one that goes, you can even send your team that can learn from this stuff. Right. Talk about that a little bit too, because that could help somebody out there. Um, yeah, so there's a few things that we do. Like um, <clears throat> the number one reason people come to us is say, show me how to do this 34 ways versus the same five that everybody does and show us how to do it without a budget. That's what we're known for. Um, but on day two of the blueprint, um, I've taught negotiations for the state of Illinois. I've trained 42 acquisitions teams around the nation that have done lot, thousands of contracts over a nine-year period. So um, – we have companies that literally just send their acquisitions teams to a blueprint. They send people to a blueprint. They pay for an entire blueprint just for them to learn um, how we do what we call a seller waltz on day two, how we flip a seller from a difference in price, which we say the number one rules, it's going to happen every time with the homeowner. The homeowner wants 500 grand, you're at 450. It's going to happen every time. So we teach on day two. The moment that happens, you're like, yes, it's going according to plan. We disagree. 
And then we show them a, a four-minute seller waltz that identifies 14 different ways that we turn a no into a yes. So we have companies that just send their teams in for that. So if you're if you're looking to do a blueprint, we allow a guest to come. So um, bring somebody with you. You can come in person. They can join virtual, however you want to do it. And um, and then on top of that, we've 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 got over a thousand hours in development in the back end training marketing portal. Each technique has its own separate individual video reteaching that technique from me. Anything associated with the execution of that is hanging one millimeter to the right. So if I say go to this website, copy this, and do this, and you'll get leads. The website's right next to me speaking on the video and literally you just click it. You don't even need to type in the website. So um, you can train your team on that. The team is not waiting on you. Um, so they can be learning directly from us inside our marketing portal. Um, so it's built and poised for growth because quite frankly, that's what we do for the big companies. So it's literally a franchise uh, in a box. And uh, so um, everybody in your organization uh, we also have that it's not just superior technique on day two. We have a whole section on leverage. Like, Hey, how do we make this machine run? Whether you're working or not. Um, here are people that we work with. So we pull back the curtain. We just don't teach them superior techniques that win and set up all their infrastructure to run a perfect day with predictability. We also give them all of our resources. So like, here are the people we use. Here are the people that we use that can manage your lead flow for you. You don't even need to do it. Cause I always tell everybody we're building this to put you in a spot to where you Talk to a seller, do a seller waltz. Appointment, seller waltz, close the deal. Appointment, seller waltz. That's where you're worth 10 grand an hour. All those other moving parts, we cover. Uh, mm -hmm. We have people to take care of those things for you. Um, some people utilize them, some don't. Uh, but uh, the, the people that we use, like we pull back the curtain, like, hey, go out here and do this. No, no, no. Here, you're going to talk to Kim. Kim is going to listen to what you, what you are doing in your business, and she is going to match you up with the right person. And um, so we have somebody that is a technical audit for you. So when we do a blueprint, um, just talking about how do we leverage this and how do we leverage your team learning from us, um, we do a technical audit. So Al comes to a blueprint and on day two, I'm like, Al, see this link here? It's inside your operations map. You might even want to do it right now, Al. Um, go to blah, blah, blah. I won't say it live now, but go here. My team, my technical team is waiting for you to say, hey, my name's Al. I'm a, I'm a blueprint client. And Jason said it was okay to schedule a call with you. And they'll say, yeah, so Al, what market you in? I'm in uh, this market in South Florida, this one. I'm also in Pensacola. And they'll start listening to you and saying, hey, I can build scripts to do this for you. So where people take five hours a month to try and grab this data, this, I can solve all that for you. So our technical team can write scripts based upon listening to what you want to go after. And they can wormhole into the counties and grab stuff that you don't even think is possible. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I, it sounds like there's there's different connections and different resources uh, that are available in something like this, and that could benefit anybody. It sounds like it can really benefit people that don't also know too much about the game as well, and that are finding out different lead sources, different marketing strategies, different things that you would have thought about. But I could also see it being an advanced uh, a course for maybe niche things that an investor just didn't cover for many years and now they want to level up their game, whether it's a brand tactic or uh, maybe running ads, running ads on Google or Facebook is stuff that they weren't doing or having their team do. So that's huge. You know, Jason, you, you mentioned negotiations. 
So a lot of uh, real estate agents, investors, uh, when they when they get a lead, uh, or they have they're they're on their side, or they're getting a lead and getting into negotiations is a big part of closing the deal. So what are some ways and tips that somebody can use to really help lock up that deal with the seller? What what are some things that you talk about or you get into that can help leverage that opportunity? Um, yeah, so when talking to a seller again, and we we go into that stuff on day two, um, we 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 say there's a, a a few things as a foundation, and then some things that you just need control what you can control. You cannot control what a seller wants for a property. You can set an appointment on a Monday, and it's a dream come true appointment. Seller said, "Yeah, I'm looking to get this," and in that area, you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'll write you the contract right now." And on Friday, you get there and be like, oh, I talked to my uncle. He's a realtor. The phrase that you never want to hear, right? And um, and then they're like, I want more for the property. You can't control those things. So control what you can control. One, they always want more than what you want to pay. So as soon as you understand it, there's no fear in you anymore. So we establish that. But then we say, hey, if you can't control what they want, what can you control? You can control being more valuable. You could, So we, we go... We do a deep dive into how do you stand out on an initial contact, phone call, and or appointment or both um, with the seller and just do it at a next next level. As an example, and again, just teaching you, and, I, and I'm teaching you right now to kind of get the appointment. And, um, you know, you have an opportunity when you're talking to somebody, you know, like, hey, you know, it's, it's not for sale. Hey, even if I can overpay. Look, if we like a market and we love this marketplace, sometimes we can overpay. We just did it. Uh, we just did it uh, two blueprints ago. We do we do live calls on day two to show people how easy it is cool. to flip people uh, into an appointment. We two times in a row. They said it's not for sale. They're like it's not for sale. We're we're fixing it up and we're gonna we're gonna um, put our niece or nephew into the property. We're like even if we can overpay. Look, if we love an area, we can overpay. And live and in front of everybody at the blueprint, they're like, hey. Uh, well, what are you talking about? Well, what do you, what would you want for it? So literally they went from, we're getting it ready for our niece or nephew to screw our niece and nephew. Tell me what you want for the pro. Tell me what you'll pay me for the property. So where they said, no, we flipped them. Um, one thing that we do that uh, works like a charm. And we're talking about creating a better relationship with the seller in two seconds flat. Right. So we have one lady where everybody in town was hitting her up. She was co-violation person, delinquent property tax homeowner. Um, uh, probate, you name it. Um, her, uh, her husband passed away. So semi, semi probate and, uh, but bad situation. And she responded, to, she responded to our stuff. Cause we have again, tested letters. She's like, your letter was heartfelt. That's why I reached out. She goes, I want to tell you my husband passed away. I live two hours away. And we're like, look, we're here to help you. My relative screwed up the house. We're here to help you. We don't buy her house. So we said, we don't buy her house. We try and help everyone that we talk to. Um, in fact, when you can find time to show us the property, whenever that may be, whatever day it is, we'll be there an hour early. We're going to cut your grass. So you stop getting code violations. She stopped in the tracks, got quiet. She gave us a day and time when she could make it into town. We cut her grass. There was no negotiations. We walked in the house and her relatives did mess up the house. And, um, She's like, let's do it. There was no negotiations. 
She goes, let's do it. Because we did something that's so far beyond what a normal investor would do, like cutting her grass. 99% of the time when we offer it, we get an appointment. Hey, look, whether we buy your house or not, we want to help you. We, we saw the property. Um, we're in that area a lot. Um, we know it needs a little TLC and there's tall grass. We don't want you to get violations. We'll cut your grass for you. And we get appointment after appointment off of that. They, they, we bridge the gap and have a better relationship within five seconds. And we start closing those deals um, because we go above and beyond. So I would teach people, if you're listening, be more valuable than everyone else. One tip of negotiations, if, if a homeowner, um, so here's one tip for everybody. Um, we do this every, every blueprint. I'll pick somebody and I'll be like, you want 400 grand for the house? Needs a little work. Don't sell to me. And then I'll do a seller waltz on them and then we'll deconstruct every yes or no that whoever's playing the role with me. Right. But one thing that we do is like, <clears throat> let's say I say I'm at 350 Al and they're playing the game with me and they're like, well, no, I, I told you I want to try and get 400. So I tell them I use a technique where I blame it on my boss or my partner. I'm like, so if I talk to my partner and my partner wants to be a solution for you on the date that you said, Al, and we're at 392, he goes, yeah, let's go ahead and write up a contract, close on the date that Al wants, and we're at 392.5. Al, are you saying that we can't do business together? <clears throat> and then we shut up. No homeowner wants to say, no, we can't do business together. So they'll say, well, I'm not saying that. And then we cut them off. We never let them finish. Hmm. Well, I'm not saying that, but I really want 400. Not going to listen to that. Well, I'm not saying that. Okay, good. I just didn't want to waste your time because I have one more house to see. And I'm pretty sure that my partner is going to want to find a way to be a solution for you. So I just took him from 400 down to uh, 392.5. Okay, well, I'm not saying that. You know, so you're saying if my, my partner says, let's close on the day you want at 392.5, are you saying that we couldn't do business together? Well, I'm not saying that. Okay, I was just making sure I didn't want to waste your time. We just ratchet them down. To, so I'm just teaching little tips and negotiations. Uh, we tell people, hey, we appreciate you're not using a realtor to save money. I'll help you market the home for free. I don't want anything for it. I'll help you put it on other websites mm. to help you out. And homeowners lose their mind. Here's the funny part. When we do that for them and try and help them when they're unrealistic on price, do you know what happens now when we call them? What happens? They answer. Because we marketed their home for them. We may be calling them with the buyer. So for all you listening, if you made an offer on a house and try and get a homeowner on the phone after you made a low offer, it's hard. Sometimes they'll never talk to you again. But if I'm marketing their home for free, they always answer my call. They'll stop dinner. Hey, everybody stop eating. Jason's calling us. He might have a buyer. So I'll just say, hey, I'm going to refresh your ad. I don't have any phone calls yet. I just want to let you know I'm still trying to help you. And a lot of times we'll get the deal because now they know they're in multiple places and they're not getting what they want. So that's just technique. So we, we go through that in a full-blown. We have 14 ways we flip a seller from a no to a yes. Yeah, little things like that can really change the conversation, right? I mean, it, those little tactics or little little phrases uh, that keep them engaged. And are other people engaging them like that? Who knows? I mean, all the people that are doing mailers or cold call, you want to differentiate yourself. And that's what you're talking about, Jason, which is doing these little things and, and learning those strategies as you go trial and error. It's not going to be perfect the first time or the 10th time, but you refine that opportunity and skill and you're able to then leverage that on the next one. 
I mean, we have Teresa. Teresa, uh, she dropped the comment and said, I want to do this and brainstorm how I can apply these strategies to my land business and kick it up 32 notches. Love that right there, right? She wants to level up her game and really move it to the next level. And it doesn't matter. You you know, your blueprint's going over a strategy that could be single family. It could be land. It could be commercial. It doesn't matter what that niche is, right? Yeah, correct. Mobile home parks doesn't matter. Land development doesn't matter to us. We have, we have clients, but like we have one client, I think coming to the October one, um, good friend of mine too, that we put the systems in place and they did it for larger companies. They did 9,000 homes in six years. Wow. So yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter if it's land commercial. Uh, so these techniques aren't human. It's how do we get somebody who owns something to respond to us at a much higher rate? Absolutely. Without a doubt. 9,000 in six years. Yep. He's a freak that, I mean, that's a a lot of houses. I mean, that's probably different types of properties, but still, I mean, you're doing those kinds of transactions. That's super high volume. So wow. Super high volume at any given time. They're, they're renovating 50 to 70 houses at a time, which would be mind bending to most of us. Yeah. Well, Jason, how can everybody, uh, if they're interested or want to jump into this, like a Teresa, how can they, find the blueprint, join it. How can they get in it? Is there any room in October? Uh, how often do you do it? What are we, you know, what are you looking at? They got to sign up. What's what happens? Um, yeah. So anybody, anybody that wants to talk to us, just go to the number two day blueprint.com. Uh, so the number two day blueprint.com, uh, that's a direct link to my calendar. You'll see a little bit more information as well. Um, but just pick a day and time and, uh, we'll be on the phone with you and then we'll ask you questions about, what you're doing, what you want to do in your business. And, um, and again, I always, I always joke and for fun and say, Hey, look, when somebody says, Hey, do 50 homes a month, that's stress helping you get help, helping everybody here, get to an extra five to 10 contracts in a calendar month with predictability on purpose is literally like breathing to me. It's involuntary. So just, uh, just pick a time to talk to us on the phone call. So you can, you can do that or hit me up on Facebook and send me a message. I'm happy to talk to you. Um, or if you want, I can, you can shoot me an email, Jason at go see Jason.com. So Jason at G O S E E J A S O N.com. Just say, Hey, two day blueprint info. Happy to help you. And, um, but, um, as far as, uh, dates and stuff like that, we are pretty, um, for our clients that are on here right now, listening, they'll tell you, they can even put in the comments. Like we, we do about 120 build outs a year and then we shut it down. Um, we give ongoing permanent help, and uh, which nobody does. So once you're a blueprint client, you're a blueprint client. And um, so we can't do that if we train 40 or 50 people at a time. That is not what we do. Mm-hmm. On any given month, we'll have as li- if we're doing a bigger, serving a bigger beast or bigger client that same month, we'll, we'll limit it to five people. Um, if it's a month where we don't have those responsibilities, we'll do up to 10 to 15. But we keep it small because of the level of detail that we build out. Because we build out your full-blown operations map so you don't have to think. Um, your marketing portal, which retrains you on every technique and anybody that you work with and, um, your tracking systems built on the framework for all the leads coming in. So you don't have to think yet again and, um, private Facebook group, all that stuff. So we limit it, um, like October, uh, you can do it virtual. Obviously we can do as many as we want virtual. Um, but the in-person spots, um, in St. Pete, Tampa, we limit. So like October, I know has two spots left November. We're doing virtual only and December. I think we have three in-person spots left. Um, but we do nine or 10 blueprints a year and that's it. And, um, so, uh, 
once once it once that date's full, we just push people to the next month. Sometimes it gets awkward when we're done for the year, like done in September, and we're like, "Hey, how's January?" They're like, "I want right now," and I'm like, "Do you want permanent help?" They're like, "Yes." I'm like, "Well, we don't train everybody, we don't build for everybody, um, so that we can serve you that way." Right. So, um, but but yeah, there's a couple spots in October. There's three spots in December. November we're just doing virtual only because um, my wife Jess and I were traveling and I can do it virtually from anywhere. So, yeah. Hey, I mean, look at what people are doing now with their deals. You could do things virtually. You could do things. You can hold classes on zoom. You could do things in person and zoom. So, uh, you definitely want to check this out again. I've seen people post about it and post about how it was Jason over delivers when it comes to explaining a lot of the process and marketing and branding and lead generation and lead flow and the, you know, this versus this and why this didn't work in the past and why this is working now, especially in a shifting market, right, Jason? I mean, especially when we keep having, I don't, I don't, I didn't even see the news today. I don't know if the Fed raised uh, the rates again. Um, I don't know if that was official or not, but in, in a world where that keeps increasing, you know, and, and that's going to make things with seller uh, doing things on terms or seller financing a more interesting option, you know, I'm sure you probably get into those strategies on, you know, how you can leverage that in a market with raising rates. And I, I, th I could just see so many different things that you can get into. Where do you see the market heading right now? And where do you foresee maybe some of the leads actually being more valuable that maybe are not right now? Um, well, one, I would say that they all become more valuable. Look, as the market softens and days on market become longer and longer and longer, sellers become more realistic. So it's easier for us as an investor to strike a deal. Um, when we're going over negotiations, the section on day two where we teach you full-blown 14 different ways that we strike a deal with the homeowner. Um, some of those 14 different ways are how we structure deals differently. Like people talk about novations. I, I didn't even know what the hell novations were. Uh, now, it turns out I've been doing it for 18 plus years. Somebody just called it novations, but like we teach people how to partner with homeowners and, um, and how to structure that, um, how to do owner financing and make, make that um, – make that sellable to another investor um, where we make everything assumable, which most people don't do. Uh, now it's, now it's mega attractive, especially with rates going up. Well, we'll negotiate owner financing with a homeowner and get a two, two and a half percent interest rate. Every landlord in town will pay an extra 20 grand for whatever you thought you were going to get for the property. You can, they'll pay an extra 20 grand if they can assume without having to go to a bank, they can assume the owner financing you did at a much better interest rate than they could get. They're willing to overpay. So we teach how we do that. So in this marketplace, and, and quite frankly, like you said, Jason, that's a lot of volume for your one particular buddy, Joe, um, 9,000, 9,000, uh, units in six years, those people are waiting. They're waiting just for a 3% dip in the marketplace because they'll grab a bunch and they know it's going to eventually go back up. So there are big people that are ready, willing, and able to buy property off of you. Um, uh, keep the ones you want to keep. Everything else, it's your responsibility to sell to somebody else that wants it. But there's there's a lot of money in the marketplace that's waiting for this dip, and and um you know the next eighteen to twenty four months there's going to be it's already happening. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> Jess and I just got something like eighty grand off a property that was listed. Whoa! So you're you're already seeing a slowdown 
with that and and sellers getting yeah, more use, realistic. Yeah, we use one of those 14 techniques and we literally just ran circles around uh, the seller and got it under contract for like 70, 80 grand cheaper. Have you and seen I, that? Rec- I, have you seen that recently, though, Jason? Have you seen like that that pullback happen in, like in the last month, or has it been over the last few months? Um, I would say in the last sixty days. Like if if like in the last sixty days, uh, it, it's softening. But like literally down here in St. Pete, we, they went six eighty. In fact, I think we got it for ninety. Like we got it under contract for five ninety. It was originally listed at six eighty. And it took us 48 hours to do it. Like uh, we're not, it's not a fair fight when you're equipped. I just can see that happening right now. I feel like there's, there's other investors that have been talking vocally about how certain buyers, if you're wholesaling buyers have been backing out a little bit more sellers are having to come down in their prices and the deals aren't making as much sense for them and I feel like there's been that slowdown lately. So like you said, the last 60 days, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, when when it comes to what's happening right now. So uh, Jason, huge, huge stuff that you're talking about. And and also the the power of what somebody can learn at a two-day blueprint that you put on. Again, I, I, I've seen people talk about it. So definitely get in touch with Jason about that. Is our guy Mark Cole watching tonight? Is he watching? I don't know. He might be. Mark, if you're watching, drop a comment. I could see him on his phone probably dropping a comment. Mark, drop a comment. Because, Jason, I want to ask you about this and something that we talked about uh, on the last episode. How are things rolling out with the white label marketplace with all the sellers and buyers in that virtual world? <clears throat> yeah, so um, so we're working on coming to the marketplace um, with Property Source as a, as a marketplace to do a conveyor belt start to finish transaction all online, but connect your properties. You as investors put your properties on our platform and connect you to dream come true buyers. Um, some buyers are overseas that will pay more than your best cash buyer that you already have and, and literally put, put you in direct contact with them so that uh, every contract you write becomes more valuable, right? Um, all, all the way down to, um, the moment that the moment it's accepted, e-signatures go out like, hey, I want this property. Quick conversation under contract immediately on the platform. It goes straight to the title company. Um, everything's e-signed and straight. The title company's already working on it. You have real-time progress on what title looks like. We we connect every piece of that. And it's a and we give you the opportunity to create a white label marketplace. So you tell you just start telling everybody in town. Hey, if you got a property that you're trying to unload for more, um, put it on my marketplace. So it's it's a white label. So it'll be your logos, your stuff. So now all of a sudden, um, you can start telling everybody in town, hey, if you got a property you want to unload, I, I might be able to help you unload it for more and, and start working deals. And we're, we're going to connect you with dream come true buyers on the back end. And um, so you look like a super investor. And you can make money along the way. And uh, so we're super excited about that. Um, you know, we're we're very, very close to rolling it out. So cool. Um, stay tuned for that. 
Yeah, and if you missed any of that and what Jason's talking about, just in this preview alone, if you missed any of that, he was on an episode with Mark Cole, and Jason was really talking about the the, the really intricate things that are going on with that system that they're building out that could really connect you with different buyers in different markets in a virtual world. A lot of vetting, having title transactions, instantaneous transactions happen in place. And one thing that I love about every time I've spoken with them about it, talk to Jason or talk to Mark, they're always thinking of a new thing, a different, a new um, thing that may happen or contemplate a scenario or maybe a lead source or or maybe more merit of when it comes to a buyer or backing of of what they do or maybe even adding different people that are a part of the marketplace maybe somebody needs transactional funding or somebody needs uh funding on the back end for a deal you never know so having those people in place and professionals and experts that get into certain things in different areas so if you missed any of that definitely check out that episode with mark cole it was jace jason was on that uh, thank goodness Jason was on that episode uh, because he was really dropping so many gems on there. And Jason, you know, one thing I want to make sure we cover too, which was an important thing you, you and I talked about, which is that tax delinquent program, something you've been rolling out. Do you want to tell everybody about that and how they could capitalize on that? Because I thought it was interesting. Um, yeah, so uh, the so we attack a city, we suffocate it 34 ways set you up to run efficiently without a budget. And once we started doing that, one of the, one of the consistent, uh, you know, 18 of the ways that we grab contracts every month are free. Right. Um, one of the, one of the, there's probably four or five of the lead sources where people are just, psh, their, their brains explode. One of them was tax delinquent property homeowners. Cause we have three distinct ways that we attack and about a year into doing, um, two-day blueprint build-outs for individuals, um, just like we do for the big companies. Uh, people were just like, dude, this tax delinquent strategy is out of control. And so what we did is we pulled it out of the two-day blueprint and made its own little mini product called the tax delinquent blueprint. So again, you can just hit me, hit me up on Facebook or shoot me an email like I talked about. But the tax delinquent blueprint is its own separate individual product um, that does a deep dive into how to take over a marketplace and become your your city's tax advocate. So everyone in town knows that you're an advocacy company and they, if they want any help whatsoever, they need to come to you. So we spent six years developing that. And literally while, while everybody go, goes after tax delinquent property owners and does the same thing, um, we can roll out for you like stuff that's just light years ahead of the competition where the homeowners actually want to talk to you mm. uh, because they're going to get a letter from you that says, and again, I'll just, just to give everybody like a, a feel for what we're talking about here. This isn't fair. <clears throat> They'll get a letter from us that says, Hey, we noticed you're behind on your state property taxes at our tax care organization. We help pool funds together to pay those delinquent taxes for those who qualify for assistance. If you'd like to see if you're eligible for assistance, call us at, email us at, visit us at, and reference tax assistance code TAC424, blah, blah, blah. And a uh, program note, anybody owning more than one property cannot receive assistance on more than one property per our guidelines, and all funds are released directly to the county collector of revenue, and you're entitled to a copy of the receipt. Sincerely, eligibility department. 
who do you think is going to get all the phone calls? And we didn't say one word about buying their house. So they call us ready to spill their guts. They'll say, hey, I'm calling about there's a code here, uh, advocacy, and here's a code. Yeah, so give us two minutes. Tell us how you got behind. We have three separate ways we can help you. Uh, give us 48 hours. And they'll tell us, I do this, I do that, I have medical bills. But they'll tell us everything um, because of the approach and, and how we built out the program that people read through and say, okay, I can do this and uh, I may qualify for that. And um, so we have it down to a science, uh, like we own that sandbox and these people need real help. And it's really easy to create a win-win deal, Al, when they've told you everything. Because most of the time, as you know, homeowners are guarded and, and hold stuff close to the vest. And, and uh, but, but when they're calling desperate for help, uh, they'll tell you what their real problems are so that you can backfill it and solve it for them and create a win-win. And it's also, not even, yeah, and, not also even listen. and we don't have to follow up because they told us everything on the first phone call. Like, right. It sounds, it sounds like really listen in on what they're saying and really ask mm -hmm. the hard questions. And that sounds like it's uncovering the pain points, right? Something, yeah. something that uh, uh, many people on the show have talked about, which is really getting to the root issue. And then once you understand the root issue, how do you solve that root issue or overcome that? so that everybody's ready on that, right? I mean, that's that's the idea. Yeah, correct. Absolutely. So, huge. Well, definitely, that's another thing. I mean, uh, we, we'd love to put that up or definitely reach out to Jason. We'll make sure we ha we put his contact up there and uh, the two-day blueprint. And Jason, I think when it comes to the niche area that you're in with off-market deals, distressed properties, and all the different ways that somebody can try to find something that – Maybe it's vacant. Maybe it's probate. Maybe it's a tax delinquent or a pre-foreclosure. Um, it sounds like a lot of these strategies and different leads that a lot of people, oh, we've had that. We've heard that. No, these things work, right? And you're not the mm -hmm. only one that's talked about that it works. And a lot of people hear the same things over and over. But really, it's those leads that end up being, that can end up being, what, the ones that have a good payoff, that are highly motivated and generate the fastest conversation which means that they're going to be, be more leads for you. So I, I think that I really, that really sunk in for me, that, that test right there, the three prongs. And yeah. you probably have more prongs when it comes to getting involved or elements to a deal, which is really helpful. So for everybody out there, make sure you check out the two-day blueprint. Jason, I really, really enjoyed you talking about these different things as a distressed off-market seller perspective and the lead sources that are out there. Something that... It's uh, fund <clears throat> fundamental to kind of talk about if you're in the investing world, right? And then branding and marketing, fundamental stuff, which really mm -hmm. plays a role. So as I do for all my guests, when it comes to you know, wrapping everything up in a pretty bow, final words, final thoughts on anything that comes to off-market deals or sellers or overcoming seller objections or leveraging and negotiations on deals. Final words, final thoughts, Jason Palliser. Yeah, what I would tell you is that these homeowners need help and you need to become world class at bridging the gap in the who the hell are you conversation. Um, so a lot of them are guarded at first. And um, so if there's on top of lead generation, one thing that I would tell you to fine tune your craft at the highest level is to find a way to bridge the gap between the I don't know who you are. Um, like almost any lead source, 
you gotta gotta get through the it's not for sale who the hell are you i had a hundred of these you gotta like you have to get good of you have to get good at getting past that initial i don't know who the heck you are if you can get really good multiple ways at that five second um pushback then you will close three to four times more deals just because you're good at that piece of the business and i'm so uh Again, we, we, we go in great detail. Um, on day one, we go over a little bit of it. But on day two, we go we go down a rabbit hole with every conceivable way that a homeowner would um, talk to you, whether they're nice, whether they're just um, guarded, whether they're dismissive, whether they're this, whether they're agreeable and flip-flop. We teach you the dynamic of those and exactly how to handle in five seconds flat on any any intricate piece of that conversation to bridge the gap to get to the next step which is getting down to brass tacks and talking about tell us where you're at let us let us uh show you multiple ways we can be a solution and then the last thing i would say on that in in the spirit of that is that don't be a one-trick pony just go to the cash offer and then throw them and follow up there is a much better way to like there's techniques that that you can learn to where you can pay more on every contract than your competitor, which means you'll get more contracts and still make the same amount of money on the back end if you structure the deal better. And um, so get world-class at those two things. Um, we dissect those things uh, on day two of the blueprint uh, so that you're equipped for that. But um, if there's one thing that I would tell you to do besides obviously getting to the good deals first and doing it without a budget is get good at that. You get good at that, you close three to four, four times more deals. And um, and I can't believe I lasted this long with uh, my sinus infection and scratchy throat. I, I was worried that I wouldn't make it through. No, you did it. I mean, you got through it. You uh, powered through it, right? You got to power through it. You did it. Um, I, Jason, great stuff right there. And like you were saying, you got to be very precise with the words you use and how you use it. And understanding these little techniques that you build up over time can really change the conversation and negotiation when you get into a lot of this stuff, right? So um, that's big stuff right there. And anybody can really, if you noticed, there's there's always so much value in these episodes. So even if there's a particular point you want to rewatch, even if it's about having that conversation or the negotiation or your productivity or stuff like that, really hone in on that. That's That's invaluable stuff. And you can learn a lot about that at the Blueprint. So Jason, uh, you had you have tons of viewers that are watching. You have people that are commenting. I mean, you had Frank Spaulding goes mind blowing episode is always out. Thanks. Well, that's because we have great guests. You know, that's because we have people that are in the game constantly and seeing what works and doesn't work in other people's markets. And Jason seeing a lot of what is working in their market in his market. So um, Frank, as always, love that you're watching. And Trevor said, killed it. So, boom, yeah. See you soon, Trevor. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I think that's really a, a neat idea is to give everybody that, hey, go post post a note 50 doors and everybody come to the table and see how many contracts uh, you bring to the table. That'd be really cool. Um, I can Investing is talking to a homeowner, solving their situation. You can't – if you can't get them on the phone, you don't get the opportunity. Right. Blows, blows my mind that people don't – like get a 1% response rate or do a technique to get you 18. Like – it's this isn't hard yeah well jason always great seeing you i know i'll see you soon and uh i I love seeing what you're doing out there keep going and i hope 
Mark and you, I can't wait to see you all launch the white label marketplace. I know whenever that happens, he's going to be uh, going everywhere and all over. And, and uh, he's got so much energy when it comes to that stuff. So I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited for what you're doing and keep tweaking that program. So um, it's, it's awesome. Thanks so much for coming on, Jason. Really love it. And I, and I hope you guys have, you're doing what you're doing in Missouri. So, uh, you know, keep on with the travels and keep doing things virtually as always. Okay. Sounds good. Enjoyed it. See you, everybody. All right. Take care, man. Well, if you missed any of that episode and some of those segments that, are, that were just jam-packed when it comes to finding off-market deals, off-market uh, leads, or really leveling up your game in productivity or leveling, leveling up your game in what you're doing every day in your business, you want to go back and check that out. And uh, you know, it's it's awesome seeing new people that are watching. And Tyler, uh, it sounds like you're going to be a part of the blueprint coming up. That's going to be really cool. I mean, thanks for watching. Really appreciate that. Uh, my guy, Dan McDuffie, I love that you're watching, Dan. Uh, awesome stuff. Thanks so much for being there. But, you know, you have people like Trevor and Frank and uh, Teresa. Teresa, great stuff. And Bill and everybody that is really getting into this. And, yeah, I saw the things on the post-it notes. Rachel. We love it when you're talking about this stuff and really engaging with it because what you're seeing out there and what you're thinking and it comes out in the comments, it's it really, you know other people have to be thinking it as well, especially with the post-it note. Again, I remember hearing about the post-it note strategy probably like three or four years ago and I'm thinking, oh, that's weird. Like, you know, that that could be something interesting. And then all of a sudden, here we go. Four years later, Jason's bringing it back to life as this is a strategy and this is an opportunity. So uh, again, you want to go check that out. Jason is doing the two-day blueprint. He does it throughout the year. You got to get with him about dates and and when he has it. I mean, it's, it looks like everybody has a blast doing it live. Um, I mean, it sounds like you could do it virtual, but having that live and getting that real interaction with Jason is really helpful. He's been he's been doing this for quite a while. So check all that out. But uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. If you missed any of it, go back to the beginning. It's on the YouTube channel, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all over the place. And by the way, starting, if you didn't see it on Facebook and Instagram, I got my new series rolling out, Al on the Streets. I am at conferences and on tour, really talking to different people, asking questions and breaking it down, just like you do on the show, but really asking the hard questions or asking questions and having people really interact. So if you see any of that, check it out. It's out there. It's starting to drop. Just dropped the first one today. So I hope you all enjoy it. Hope you all love it. It's on Instagram. Check out all the content, Spotify, iTunes, and everything. It's a wrap, everybody. Uh, we won't have a show next week, so don't get too excited. We won't have the show next week, uh, but I will be back October 5th. That'll be a live episode, so I hope you all tune in, but we're definitely going to have a really good replay next week, so hope you tune in for that if you ever missed it whenever that ever aired, so make sure you tune in for that, but thank you all again so much for following. Thanks, thanks for being out here tonight, so it's a wrap. I will see you all soon. Have a great night. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.